I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And the master of moisture, Marcus. I got a question for you boys real quick. Yes. Before we get into the, to the real shit. Yep. Um, you know how in movies there's that like cliche nightmare where someone wakes up in their bed and like, like oh man, that was a bad nightmare. And they roll over and there's like a skeleton or something next to them and they're like, oh yeah. god, wake up again. <laughs> has that ever happened to you? Has that ever, has that ever, you ever had one of those dreams? Have I ever rolled over and there's a skeleton in the bed with me? <laughs> yeah, as part of a second layer of your <laughs> nightmare. Double nightmare. No, it did happen for real one time though. There was an actual skeleton. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> two, no, two I don't intense. Know. I know, I know I'm a weird sleeper, but I don't know if I've ever had the the wake up in a cold sweat, look around, what's going on, see the evil thing, and then wake back up. I don't think I've, I don't know if I've ever had that one. I, I definitely have, yes. Uh-oh. Yeah, it was, it's fucking... Marcus has it every night. <laughs> it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> the same dream. <laughs> uh, actually, no, it was two. <laughs> what happened? Okay. So, I read like, a, like, like some type of creepy pasta comic. Uh huh. As you do, right? And it was basically this kid laying in bed, wakes up, sees his dead parents on both sides of him, and on the wall in blood's written, "Hey, I know you're awake. I'm under your bed, fucker." <laughs> and that's okay. that's what I was dreaming of. And I was like, I was like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> And so I thought I woke up, and I was like, okay, no no skeletons in my bed. Time to go fucking wash my face. Something grabs my ankle, and I'm like, ah! Then I wake up. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, the second oh. one was uh, the dream that I infected Smith with that basically went around our dorm and back to me. <laughs> Which was basically, uh, dang it, what was, what was the big monster from uh, Left 4 Dead? The, the tank, tank. Or the boomer? yes, the tank. Basically, a large black tank wanted to fuck me. <laughs> I had to run, run through the dorm to escape. And I got to my room. I barely closed the door, and I was like, "Whoo, whoo!" And I woke up, and I, you know, had to go to the door to you know start to wash up. Right, I opened the door, and the tank's right there. It's like, oh, <laughs> I was like, ah. I like how all your nightmares, the the the, the, the second stage begins, you having to wash your face. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do you wash your face every time you wake up? I mean, I used to. <laughs> okay. Post quarantine, yeah. Yeah, I've never had those dreams, but I, I mean, I have uh, on several occasions had the like I have a dream, 
It can be about literally anything. It can be about airplanes or whatever. I'll wake up, still in a dream, and I'll be talking about what happened in that dream. And then I'll wake up and I'll have forgotten both dreams. Fuck. All I'll I'll remember is that I had that kind of dream. (laughs) Seth. Every time. I want to drill down here real quick. Describe your airplane dream to me real fast. Okay, I just literally said the first word that came to my head. (laughs) And it was airplane? Actually, I really hope I never have an airplane dream because those can go bad. And I don't, I know one day, eventually I will be on a flight again. And I don't want to have those thoughts in my head. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I thought this was a myth until today when I was taking a little uh, little nap on my lunch break, uh, finish up my food, and so I take a little nap on the couch. And uh, I, I regularly have that thing where I'm like halfway awake, halfway asleep, and like I can't move my body, and I see weird shit. But this time I like I felt uncomfortable, and I like lift my head up, woke up, and there was a a red like yard sign against the wall that said hello. How are you? Like painted on it. And I was like, oh fuck, someone's in the house. And then I woke up from that dream and went into the, the real uh, room. And I was like, holy shit, that's actually how it happens, I guess. That's fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. Wild. I had my first case of sleep paralysis the other day. Oh. Yeah, I was just asleep. And I, th- I mean, I think I was like half awake and I just, for the life of me, I couldn't move. And I was I sleep in a really weird position anyway. So like I was in this weird position and I couldn't move. And then I don't know, it felt really weird. I, I guess I felt about to sleep though because uh, I didn't start moving until the morning. Mm. It was weird though. I never had that. So we're talking about dreams and shit. Dreams. Love and them. So we should talk about some uh, broken dreams. Uh-oh. Oh no. Broken promises, perhaps. Uh, from our uh, our president Joe Biden, yeah, yep. our so new liar in chief, awesome. Yeah. New guy, same as the old guy. I mean, it's always it's how it always is. Exactly the same. We had a couple of things. Um, Biden has uh, has gone back on his pledge to end deportations of yep. of illegal immigrants, or as I call them, refugees. Yep. Um, and they say, oh, it just targets criminals. But if you look at the actual order, no, it targets anyone who arrived here on or after November 1st, 2020, for some reason. I don't know why that's the exact date they chose, but that's the day. Uh, let's see here. Also, minimum wage, probably not going to go up. Mm, yeah, dang. at the federal level it's, or national, it won't go up. Probably not happening. Also, we are uh, going to continue our alliance with the Saudi Arabians. Uh, yep. We'll continue to provide them with intelligence on Yemen, where they are currently performing a genocide. So that's that's always fun. And then he didn't didn't he exercise the just some of some of the biggest mental gymnastics to say as little as possible when he was asked about uh, the way that um, China treats the um, I can never say that name right. Uyghurs? The Uyghurs. Yes. Uh, and he basically he he said like five hundred words that amounted to literally nothing. <laughs> Oh my god, dude. The things that he said, like... He was like, I'm talking on the phone with the guy, and the thing is, he said that things are happening, and I'm like, yes, we should let things happen, and so yeah, we're... Change. Hope. <laughs> Occurrences. No, no, he won't say change your hope. He'll say occurrences. Oh, yeah. That's his word. <laughs> yeah. Like here, I'll, I'm gonna read for you guys what Biden said about the Uyghurs. For people who don't know out there... In China, the Uyghurs are a Muslim minority group that is currently being targeted by the Chinese government for forced 
Chinization, I guess you'd say, like trying to get rid of their religious ties and trying to, to there's, oh man, there's a whole, like you talk to people on the tanky side who will be like, they're just trying to help the Uyghurs and try to like move them away from radicalization and shit. And there are some folks on the liberal side who will say China is as bad as, as uh, Hitler during this extermination camps. Truth's probably yeah. somewhere in the middle on this. It's not great what they're doing to the Uyghurs. But, uh, so here's what Biden said. Um, I said, look, you know Chinese leaders. If you know anything about the Chinese history, it has always been this time when China has been victimized by the outer world is when they haven't been unified at home. So the central, it's vastly overstated. So the central principle of Xi Jinping is that there must be a t- unified, tightly controlled China, and he uses his rationale for things he does based on that. I point out to him, no American president can be sustained as a president if he doesn't reflect the values of the United States. And so I'm not going to speak out against what he's doing in Hong Kong, what he's doing with the Uyghurs in the Western Mountains of China and Taiwan, trying to end the one China policy of making it forceful. I said, he gets it. Culturally, there are different norms in each country and their leaders are expected to follow. What did he say? What was that? <laughs> I love because he like he like we like I said he said basically nothing. But at the very end, he basically just said, "If a country, no matter what a country believes in, good or bad, I have to let them believe in it, and I have to go along with it." <laughs> it's it's like if, if he was like I mean taking the extreme example if there was like Nazi Germany, he'd be like, "Hey, in Germany they do things differently," and I just you know that's I don't I'm not that's not my country, so I can't really. Uh, I have no opinion. Uh, I'm here in America, so you know. It's like what? It's a different culture. They just kill Jews over there. That's their thing. <laughs> Had a whole war about this. Not yeah, the new the new foreign happen. policy is. Hey, they they you know, that's the policy. They do their thing. We do our thing. And sometimes our things, money, <laughs> right? You know. And I like how he says that no American president can be sustained as president unless they reflect the values of America. And I'm like, I don't think so, bro, because we are sharply divided. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we literally just had one of the most divisive presidents of all time, and he sustained the presidency for four years. Exactly. And you and, and now this guy narrowly won another election, and it's going to be like, like forever, basically. Two, like, narrow election after narrow election forever. Yeah, probably. Also... I, I I like how Biden has to talk about the Uyghurs and the human rights abuses of China. Does Xi Jinping have to answer about our border concentration camps or our prisons full of minorities? No. It, yeah, that is always uh, that is always interesting to me. How much? Like, I mean, I don't know. It's so weird because it it seems like America has some of the lowest education on like foreign affairs and foreign policy. But we also seem to ask about it the most. <laughs> That's because of uh, America's huge influence around the world. Between, like, the bases we have everywhere and proxy wars you're fighting and all kinds of shitty shit we're into. I feel like at some point there's going to be a war that, because of the miscommunication between American intelligence, we're going to be funding both sides of the That's already happened, Seth, plenty of times. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it has. But maybe one that'll be more, more covered more understood but yeah yeah. it's it's wild to me that we're considered the authority like like i think biden said we're trying to restore our position as the the leader in human rights in in the world Uh i'm like by whose definition are we the leader of human rights right yeah when were we the leader of human rights (laughs) he says restore (laughs) 
It's like Make America Great Again, basically. It's like, when when was that? I don't remember these, these you know, times. So I hadn't thought about it. You're exactly right. That is just MAGA shit. Like, make yeah. us like the leader of whatever again. Yeah. When we are fake, we're basically like shit in everything. <laughs> People, here's the thing. The, the Libs are just, they're brainwashed. Because Biden is, is a lot of the same stuff that t- Trump does. Just... In his own senile old way, and people are like, well, he must be good because he wears a blue tie. So I can't really disagree with anything he says. I'm like, no, they're both shitty. All of our options have been shitty for a long time. Well, the thing is, is that people said this before. Biden's hardcore supporters are just blue MAGA. They just go back to, go back to Obama, you know? Yeah, that's true. There's so many people who are like, really, they're like, can't Biden retire and make Kamala president already? And I'm like, do you really think, you you think any of this is going to get better (laughs) if Kamala is president? Kamala Harris, who dropped out before a single vote was cast in the primary, never got a single vote because she knew she would get crushed in her home state. Yep. No way would she have competed against Bernie and everybody else. And it is funny. That out of all of them, she's the one closest to the presidency now <laughs> because of absolute, just, just like uh, all the Democrats succeeding through sheer failure. <laughs> yeah. Failing back, back so hard deals. that you win. Yeah. Backroom deals, shady fucking uh, agreements to shit. Like, yeah, you be vice president. We'll, we'll make you president one day. And I can tell you folks, it ain't gonna work. Kamala is not popular. People don't like her. She's the, she, she doesn't have, first of all, she, she doesn't have good policies, obviously, mm-hmm. but also she doesn't have charisma. I'm sorry. People don't want to admit it, but she is weird. Yeah. That's what I, cause when I first, you know, we talked about it on the podcast before when the uh, vice presidential bait was going to happen. Was people were like, oh man, Kamala Harris is going to rip Mike Pence a new one. So I was like, I was like, because I didn't know much about it. I've only seen her in interviews where she does seem strange. So I was like, let me see, like, I don't know, her on the Senate floor, like her defending something, her arbitrating. And it was just the same. She's, she's not like some large and in charge voice. Like, I mean, I don't know. It was, it's like, because at the end of the day, you, I mean, you can say whatever you want about a lot of people, people, but people, I mean, like Barack Obama was a great speaker. Yeah. You couldn't take it away from the man. No matter what you thought about him, he could command a room. But we haven't had that in a very long time. And Kamala Harris does not meet that bill. <laughs> Even today, when I don't, I'm not a fan of Obama anymore. And a dude talks, I can tell you, you yeah. listen. Exactly. And Trump was the same way. I could be, I could listen to that guy the whole time. He's stupid and crazy, but he, he, he could speak. And she doesn't have that. Remember her fucking Wakanda Forever thing? Oh, where no she just dead eyed, like. Yeah. Good Every God. time I think about that, I just think about that stupid. Colbert show Avengers <laughs> Endgame edit of the Dims that they stole from some random Twitter user by the way yeah <sighs> which you first of all you deserve to get your stuff stolen <laughs> because it's bad yeah oh uh, my Pete butt chug is fucking Spider-Man because <laughs> he's the youngest one out there Kamala Harris reminds me of everyone's aunt that one aunt you know that you don't want to let her have too much alcohol or she's gonna get real <laughs> yeah. weird that's who Kamala Harris is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She's, not your, she's not your fun aunt. She's your weird aunt. There's a yeah. difference. <laughs> she, she's the aunt that, like, like believes in, like, crystals, oh, and, no. like, essential oils. <laughs> and she doesn't normally talk about it, but once you get deep into a conversation, she'll just, she'll realize, you'll realize how crazy she is. Right. Absolutely. 
God, wasn't isn't oh, she? Wait, wasn't she also like a police captain or something? Or what was that? She was an attorney general. Attorney general, black yeah. woman, yeah. attorney general who isn't gonna like do anything for for uh, police reform. That's that's fucking shit. She right wants there. police uh, more form. <laughs> more. Form. She wants more bigger police. She wants a big policeman. <laughs> she wants the policeman to actually get jacked. Marcus Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she wants their next <laughs> tires. Like she just wants the biggest people possible. So yeah. Um. um wow, that was an in sync. Um. <laughs> yeah. So I want to talk about something real quick here. Tell us. This this is in Marcus's uh, field of expertise, I believe. Um. Oh boy. <laughs> this is this is a post that I found. Um, on Reddit, on a, a Reddit called um, uh, Waifuism, <laughs> and I'm going to read it for everyone on the podcast oh uh, verbatim. It says the topic the discussion is what if there's a war? <laughs> Heavy thoughts on r slash waifuism. <laughs> Damn. The title being what if there is a war that that deserves some props. <laughs> And it says, something I think about sometimes that really brings me to tears is what if sometime in the future there was a war where there was a draft? I mean, my government could draft me and send me to go kill someone. And that person they sent me to kill would be just as much of a victim in this whole situation. And someone out there would love that person just as unspeakably much as I love Konako. <laughs> I cry whenever I think that I might have to take away someone who means just as much to someone else as Konako means to me. That's why I think if a draft comes, we should all protest it. Hell yeah. <laughs> we oh wait, and I'm looking at the post and it says uh, it's posted by you slash moist wizard. I don't I don't know if that means anything. Shut up. Shut up. I don't know. That's that's interesting. So I have a question for you, Marcus. Who is Konako? Oh god. Uh Honestly, I don't know who Konako is. Oh like, no! Holy oh my cow. god! The reason we brought you on this podcast. I know. Tell I'm us. sorry, Marcus. The Otaku's are gonna <laughs> are gonna put you in the dirt. <laughs> right, man. I'm done. I'm sorry. All the weeds. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm slipping. Okay, I have unfortunate news for everybody. I have googled the name Konako Tujo, and the first Google result is Tujo Konako A or Konako Age. Uh oh. That's not good. I bet it's like 400. That's what they do. They make them look like they're 12, but they're 400 years old. She's from a show called High School DXD. Oh, no. Oh, if even Marcus is cringing at an anime name. Okay, that- so. <laughs> oh, no. I've clicked on the wiki and it's bad. It's so bad, y'all. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, abort. no. Abort. Just throw it out the window. Throw it out of computer. Throw it out the window now. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you said it weird. It's I believe it's pronounced Kono Neko. Okay, I, I, I hey man, you're the expert here. I, th- so yeah. we brought you in for a reason. <laughs> you know, on like Pawn Stars, and somebody brings in like an old poker chip, but he's like, I got oh yeah, I got a guy. He knows all about every poker chip ever oh, made. I'm gonna God. bring him in real quick. That's Mar- who Marcus is for anime. <laughs> Marcus is holding up a picture of an anime girl, like examining a little. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, that's the real McCoy, all right. <clears throat> I'll give you 400 yen for it, as high as I can go. Yeah, this one's from High School DXD. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so quick synopsis of High School DXD. 
Oh no! This lonely high school boy finally okay. gets—it's an anime. Got it. <laughs> lonely high school boy gets a love letter. He never gets a love letter. He's about to fu- get his first girlfriend. He's gonna brag to his friends and stuff. So he goes and meets this girl at like a fountain or something. She confesses. He's like, "Yes, I'll totally be your boyfriend." She impales him and kills him because she is a demon. <laughs> And she's gonna like drink his soul or something. But wait, uh, oh, the, there's more. There is more. the The popular girl of the high school comes and saves him. The girl he also has a huge crush on because he'll crush on anyone with a pulse. But anyway, she saves him. It's an anime. Got it. She's a demon, and she contracts him to be like her minion or something. So, it, so has he been impaled and killed at this time? Yeah, he was slowly dying. Plenty of time to make a contract, fight off the other one. Oh, uh, yeah. Getting impaled, yeah. pretty slow way to die. Wait, wait, he was impaled? Was he Was he standing there impaled and making uh, I'm deep? pretty sure he fell to the ground, profusely bleeding. But, you know, small details. So anyway, <laughs> he, he basically works with this demon woman, and they have crazy antics fight other demons and of course collect a harem one of which Ko, Ko, obviously Koroneko who is they all have like chess pieces assigned to them and she's a knight so of course just add an extra layer yeah. of weirdness onto this show is it knight or god I feel like someone's gonna catch me with this one I d- I, you know what Marcus I'm gonna go ahead and say doesn't matter <laughs> uh, yeah she could be anything. But yeah, she looks very um, She could be one of the prawns. Um, so yeah, that is the plot to a pretty normal anime. <laughs> honestly, that's not even the weird one. But I just love that this person has made an excellent point. But they came at it from the strangest angle possible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Listen, man. It's like that point can be made about any of the weird wife stuff. <laughs> yes. Because it's basically, what about to take someone's life and that life could have meant something to someone else? Exactly. However we can get to... As much as (laughs) Kono Neko means to me. However we can get to empathy, man, just just go for it. Just fucking go for (laughs) it. Hey, yeah, you got a point. You got a point. If waifuism leads to that level of empathy... Christ. Although I do, I almost want to go to that subreddit and find that post and look at the comments. (laughs) That, That is where reddit shows its true form true. the reddit comments are where you find out everything oh, yeah. i'm pretty sure it's i don't even read i don't read any post anymore i go straight <laughs> to the comments i don't the text in the post means actually nothing i'm pretty sure it just turned into a waifu war down there it's like hey there's there's <laughs> way more people behind rius <laughs> grammary yeah you like kono neko <laughs> loser <laughs> sorry Dude, what if it's all just dudes being like, excellent point, sir? <laughs> Yo, that'll be great. <laughs> Taking off their monocle. <laughs> yes. We should oppose war on the grounds that the waifus would be upset. Wouldn't it be funny if the entire waifu subreddit was actually made up of, like, Congress people? Oh, God. <laughs> like, they are super into waifus. Remember how that guy tried to kill the president to impress Jodie Foster from Taxi Driver? What? Yeah. How long until a guy tries to kill the president for his waifu? Uh, who oh, knows? God. Could be could be any moment, honestly. I mean, with the power of God and anime on their side, who who knows, man? <laughs> <laughs> could be tomorrow. I, I did it all for I actually <laughs> Ray. That's all I can think of. Oh, Ray. 
It's the one anime character I had on the top of my dome. Not even Asuka. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, she's the other yeah. one, isn't she? Yeah. And she's not a weird, like, mom clone. No, she's just like a red-haired psychopath. Yeah, I'll take that over the mom clone. <laughs> that's true, that's true. But, yeah, so waifuism, go check it out, everybody. Probably got some good thoughts over there. Oh, yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've already subbed. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll, I'll report to you guys next week, see what I find out. Going undercover. I don't even want to search that subreddit. I'm going to start getting recommendations. Mm. I wish that... I wish that the technology for recommendations had never been invented. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Why because do we I need thought, it? I was talking to some friends the other day about like all the different websites and they all have their own like algorithms or whatever. Like Twitter has its algorithm and it's bad. And uh, like TikTok has an algorithm that's apparently the most advanced algorithm of any algorithm ever. And then I was like, you know what has the worst algorithm? YouTube. Mm. By far. It has the absolute worst. Because I have, I have two YouTube accounts... Um, just from different email addresses. And on one of them, I watch a variety of stuff. And the recommendations are still, I don't know, it's basically things I've already watched or people already watched. There's nothing new. There's no discovery. But then on my other account, I pretty much only use it when I'm falling asleep at night. There's a YouTuber I like to watch when I fall asleep. He just makes long gaming videos. He has a nice voice. So I just listen to him. And that YouTube account thinks that I only want to see his videos. <laughs> so my, all of my recommendations are just that one YouTube channel. <laughs> and I'm like, you have to understand. You have to, there has to be some kind of brains about this operation. Like I'm only watching these videos late at night to early in the morning, all in a row, no pausing, no anything. There has to be some kind of algorithm that's like, okay, he's doing this while he sleeps. We shouldn't just think he is only a fan of this one channel. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I think YouTube has like some of the worst recommendations ever. I think when the revolution comes, we should judge people based on their YouTube recommendations. Oh boy. You're going to get a lot of mechanical keyboard sound tests out of me. <laughs> That's what a lot of my recommendations are. You're going to get a lot of uh, Game Grumps and Markiplier out of me. <laughs> Marcus, are you thirty or twelve? I mean, I can't tell. I can't tell sometimes either, man. It's like, okay. classic fart joke will kill me. Okay, Chill. let's see here. I'm getting recommendations for how to cook steak fingers. And oh yeah, if you look up one cooking video, I, I always look up cooking videos in incognito. So don't even go to my damn recommendations <laughs> because I get I look up one and then they think I'm a fucking amateur chef who wants every recipe. No, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, so I do that stuff. I do that stuff incognito every Honey time. Honey pepper chicken, a Monster Hunter yeah. video. Yeah, I got a lot. Just nothing. It's just I'm getting hungry now after that Monster <laughs> Hunter video. <laughs> um. So yeah, I remember I had this problem, Seth, when I was when I was uh, <clears throat> when I was leaving Facebook. I hadn't used Facebook in a long time. And the last thing I did on Facebook before I left was I left a comment on someone's uh, post, right? And then it was bad eight idea. months later. I checked back. All of my Facebook feed was just that one dude's posts. That was <laughs> yes, it. Because they had this weird... YouTube does this sometimes too. Almost every time. Twitter does this all the time, and I don't understand why. They will just find a topic or a person they think that you are interested in because you might have interacted with it one time. And they're like, you definitely want this. I get Twitter notifications like once or once or twice, like once every two days or so, and it's about the most random shit in the world. And I'm like, I I don't even know if anybody cares about this. Why do you think I do? I don't get it. I don't I don't know where technology's gone too far. Mm. 
Technology's gone way too far. I don't think it's gone far enough. Oh no! Yes. Oh no! Our first is like I want all the YouTube recommendations. <laughs> I mean, no. I'll watch every Markiplier video. <laughs> Screw that! I'm already on that. But you know, I want some some solid VR. That's what I want. Which I still haven't got. Also, yet. I'll just give a shout out to the person that I like. I like to watch when I fall asleep. In case anybody's interested, it's uh, Northern Lion. He makes a lot of really long YouTube videos, and he's just a cool guy. About really, what? Really chill guy. He just plays all kinds of games. He's he's done. 1900 episodes of his binding of isaac series he's been doing them for six years which means he's posted almost basically one every day for the past six years one or two a day people love that they they, people watch him he keeps making them he's not done with it yet like he's uh, oh he's cleared the game several hundred times okay Um, all right but yeah just keeps playing keeps playing binding of isaac and then, you know, a bunch of roguelikes and then Souls games and then, you know, just Minecraft and shit. Wasn't there like a remaster oh, yeah. of uh, Binding of Isaac? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He started from the original. He started from the Flash Binding of Isaac and now oh. he's on the latest, like, Afterbirth, whatever it's called now. Cool. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I, honestly, I started watching him because I was just impressed at that amount of output <laughs> that you can make 1,900 videos and still counting <laughs> about one video game. Yeah. I like that on this podcast we currently have two of the three endings of Deus Ex represented. We've got Seth the Tracer Tong, reject reality <laughs> or reject, reject modernity, return to monkey. Uh, outcome, we got Marcus Helios merge with the system yes. and become the new god. Well, the thing for me is I'm somewhere in between because I don't think I'm not I don't actually think technology has gone too far. I just think that we have applied technology in some of the dumbest fucking ways ever. Number one, and I don't want to sound like some intellectual hippie guy at college, but number one, social media. Get rid of it. Honestly, delete every social media site right now. The world instantly becomes a better place. <laughs> instantly. Um, I don't, even the ones I use. I don't care. Twitter, all of it. Instagram, get rid of them. They're awful. They're, they're the worst thing ever. We could put all the time and money we've put into building these social media platforms. We could have built something actually useful. All right. And I'm just like, and then, because I can't get into this, I can't get into this, but Facebook, and first of all, I don't, I don't even use Facebook anymore, but I still have the account because there's all these formalities, and I'm like, whatever, if I delete it, people get on my case, I'll just keep it there, but then when I don't use it, I'm just going to say it, old people (laughs) get on my case about it, and I'm like, you didn't even want to use this site when it first came out, and now it's, I got to use this site? Yeah. I don't even care. This site is stupid now. It sucks. I don't want to use it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so mad. I hate Facebook. Even if Mark... If, if, I was about to say Mark Wahlberg. If Mark Zuckerberg... <laughs> hold on. Hold that thought. Picture Mark Wahlberg running Facebook now. Social Network 2. He's evolved into Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um... Even if Mark Zuckerberg was a great person and that corporations were good, we lived in a perfectly utopian society, I would still fucking hate Facebook. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care. It's gone too far. And now they have their own video game streaming site? Fuck you, Facebook, you piece of shit. Hate you. Okay, I'm done. We can move on. I'm done. Yeah, when we were kids, our our elders would be like, yeah, the internet, don't believe anything you see on there, and there's all kinds of lies and shit, and now today they're like, <laughs> my, my, my mother will ask me sometimes, like, 
So is it true that COVID has dead babies in it or that the what? vaccine has dead babies in it? And I'm just like, no, it's no. not. Do they? Definitely not. Did you show them a, like a YouTube video how vaccines are made? Or people are talking about like, was the snow that fell on Texas made by the government? Wow. Have y'all seen this on TikTok? Man. No, I have I not. I haven't either, um, but. TikTok we need to delete first, honestly. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, only good thing Trump ever proposed. <laughs> Let's get rid of TikTok. Um, no, but the the Texas thing was crazy. I wasn't here last week. I'm assuming you guys talked about it a little bit. Did you guys talk about it at all last week? Had it even hit at Monday last week? I guess it had. Sorry, the what happened? The snow in Texas. Did you guys talk about that last week? Uh, no. Yeah, not at all. That was crazy. It was, and it was. It's incredibly upsetting how some people have reacted to it, like this this oil billionaire who's like, "Oh yeah, this is this is like striking gold for us," and mm-hmm. a lot of people have had terrible takes on it, and um, it was it was really crazy. I I work with a bunch of people because like you know we're all working from home, and I already have a team that works you know in lots of places some of my coworkers worked in texas and it was crazy i would be on calls and they'd be like yeah so i had to check into this hotel just to get wi-fi but then they make me check out at 11 so now i have to go uh like across the state and find a different hotel so that i can keep doing these meetings and i'm like are meetings that important <laughs> like worry about everything else first this meeting is not make or break right now but yeah it was kind of every single day they were like hotel hopping and they were like finding random places to get internet and it's crazy. I can't imagine having to having to do that just to just to go to a random meeting. That's fucked up. <clears throat> That's capitalism for you right there. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. I, I saw someone like a post on on Twitter or whatever. It was just like, "Hey, Texas Democrats, are you enjoying your little slice of socialism?" It didn't. And all those takes make no sense. Right. That the, the whole like. Oh, this is what America under socialism is like. I'm like, how? We are literally under capitalism. <laughs> yeah. What? What? There's not like a state that gets to be socialist all of a sudden. Right. You don't. You don't have that option. I like how somebody posted like a picture of a of a, of a rate, like, not a rated, but an empty Texas grocery store, and it was like they, the person. This is a serious like journalist, I guess. Sort of. It said this is looking very Venezuela like, and I'm like, oh my god, no, that's Texas, baby, not Venezuela. That's Texas. Right. Yeah, that's capitalism. <laughs> and and I'll say, I mean, hey, fuck. Fuck Texas, fuck Ted Cruz, fuck all these guys. But the people on Twitter who were like, oh, Texas deserves this because it's a red state and all those dumb fucking hick Texans deserve this. I'm like, you you are an absolute waste of a, of a person. Right. It's insane to say that so many people who may agree with you or not agree with you just deserved this and deserve to be shit on by their own government and their own their own state government, their own local municipalities uh, deserved it just because they think differently than you. You you're fucked up. That, yeah. That's not good. That's not right. There's a lot of folks live in Texas who, hey, believe it or not, did not vote for Ted Cruz and do not believe he is good. Yeah. I would say probably more Texans hate Ted Cruz and actually wanted him to be the senator, you know? Yeah. I would say that instead of saying that Texas deserves it, why don't you say, fuck Ted Cruz, that useless sack of shit. Right. Like, that's what we should be saying, especially his, his whole Cancun escape he tried. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you um, see the the rationalization from about that from the right? Their their explanation for it. 
No. It was good because he was not in Texas using up resources that could go to other people. Oh wow. Oh amazing. Okay. And he could he could really take a take a charge remotely to, yeah. to make sure everything happened. He didn't have any impediments, you know? Mm. What if his power went out when he was in the middle of getting everyone power? <laughs> you know? What if his power went out while he was trying to put his skin suit back on? You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All the were. Too cold no, for the lizard um, man. <laughs> Yeah. No man, it's just so funny. Ted Cruz is not a lizard man. He's full of roaches. It's just a Ugh. bunch of roaches. But but it you know what? But not like regular roaches, like shitty roaches, like like really asshole roaches. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of the time that uh, in 2016 when Hillary got the nomination and then Bernie like went out and campaigned for her and like actually helped her out when Beto O'Rourke is stuck in Texas, like actually trying to help people. <laughs> yeah, and he's and he's like do, he's doing. Maybe the bare minimum, but he's at least doing something. And Ted Cruz is just off doing whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. It was... I feel so bad for Beto sometimes. I mean, he's a weird robot man, but I feel bad that he had to lose to Ted Cruz. That's like the biggest... That's the biggest hit in the face you can possibly get, is that Ted Cruz gets more votes than you. What I don't get is that he lost to Ted Cruz and then was just like, now is the time to become president. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't beat Ted Cruz, but I could well, be president. Look what happened to Kamala Harris. I mean, right. again, she did not get a single vote. I know, but she was so. That's the thing. That's the thing. She did even less than Beto did. That's true. That is <laughs> no, true. No, she's vice president. It felt like Beto at some point his programming was breaking down because he was saying shit like he was saying fuck and he was like, <laughs> I don't know, ride a skateboard around. Um, <laughs> at least, at least it was amusing, you know, uh, at yeah. times. Remember that picture though of because you know remember the debate way back in twenty like sixteen when uh, Trump said that uh, Ted Cruz's wife was ugly, right. yeah, <laughs> and also implied that he has a large penis. Yeah, um, yeah. I just remember like Ted Cruz like you know that was a big blow to him. And there's a picture of him much later in the campaign when Trump was a nominee and he's at a Trump phone banking event and he's just like, just like the saddest. Uh, the meme of the dude on the phone at the party. Exactly, like that's that meme, that's him. Yeah. But it really, he really is there doing it, and it's yeah. just like it's the same. It's the same uh, as that picture of Trump meeting with Mitt Romney, where Mitt Romney looks like a little like puppy, like scared, and Trump has this like devilish look on his face. <laughs> By the way, y'all, remember fucking Trump? Yeah, yeah, man. Well, he's gonna come back with a vengeance soon with the Patriot Party. Oh, <laughs> they are, they're 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 gonna run for it. I just like, dude. Is, but th- dude is gone. Like he's disappeared. Like where is he at? Who's heard yeah, from him? I don't even know. He might still be posting on Twitter. I don't even think he is. I don't think he's tweeting. He's permanently banned, sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he might. I'm, I'm. I'm thinking about some kind of secret burner account. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that people have uncovered. Well, there was a report that said that he was. He kept thinking of insults, so couldn't post them. So he kept giving them to other people to post, and they. <laughs> <laughs> he's calling up rappers. Like I have a great idea for a lyric. Hear me out. <laughs> Which is too bad because Trump is a legit like good. He's good at insults. He's maybe not good at insults. I mean, like, he called Ted Cruz's wife ugly. That's yeah. fucking hilarious. That's like one of the funniest things ever. They might not be cutting or particularly uh, smart, but the fact that he is saying them and he's the president or was the president now it makes yeah. him ten times funnier. Exactly. The fact that he would just say it to people. Like, uh, remember when he said that Robert Pattinson should break up with Kristen Stewart? Why? Yeah, so he can date her? What the fuck? It's like, why is he even in on this? It's just like, he said, like, something, I've never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke, but I'll keep drinking that garbage. And it's just like, <laughs> it was just like, yeah. if he wasn't, didn't have any extra power, he'd be hilarious. That's true. 
that's true. That's what he was for a while. He was just kind of our America's stupid, like dumb rich uncle. We didn't. We didn't have, he was Kamala is the weird aunt. He's dumb rich uncle. You don't talk too much, but you know he's there and he's doing something weird. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah. So we talked about Facebook a minute ago. Let's talk about another multi-billion-dollar company, Amazon. Woo! Our favorite. Amazon. Has, is going to some incredible lengths to um, get rid of the unionizing and the the push for a union among their warehouse and delivery workers. Uh, so much so that they have decided to make a program where they they will pay you two thousand dollars to quit before the union vote, and then they'll rehire you after the union vote, and you'll just make two k off of it. And it is actually hilarious that amazon is more willing to help out is willing to give out greater financial stimulus than the united states is, <laughs> and it's all to fight union yes amazing and they are so, did you happen still to catch, tampering oh go ahead did you happen to catch what the name of this this program was no i'm not kidding you it's called the offer mm. wow oh, that's shit. not a joke it's like it's like lebron james the decision you know <laughs> It's like, I keep thinking of like Don Corleone. Like, that's yeah. what like, it's an offer you can't refuse. Like, calling it The Offer is insane to me. Like, yeah. like capital T, capital O, The Offer. <laughs> and the fact that they know what $2,000 can mean to their incredibly underpaid and overworked workers mm-hmm. uh, says a lot about why they need a union. <laughs> and they're still uh, tampering with traffic lights to make people leave faster and not be stopped by any uh, uh, union... I always forget the name. Reps. Um, and it's crazy. I mean, it's, it, it, has this ever happened where they're, where they're just, they're literally bribing you? Yes. Oh, plenty of times. Yes. Officially bribing you not to be a new. Yeah, they actually did it when I was working for them at one point. I don't, I don't remember if it was purely for a union, but it was a, hey, if you leave for a while, we'll give you like 1500 And then, you know, when we want you, we'll call you back. Wow. I was like, oh, okay. Marcus is like, later. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I need that money. I remember That's seeing weird, some like man. Amazon like uh, propaganda shit that was like a picture of like a generic video game console, and it was like union dues could be up to seven hundred dollars a year. Use that on games. We'll take care of you. Mm. Yeah, that's actually I think that's actually from Delta Flight. Yes. Oh, was it? Okay. Um, but yeah, they were like seven hundred dollars can buy you the latest video game console. Just just do that instead. That sounds fun. There was a great counter meme. It was like, oh yeah, seven hundred dollars can also build a fucking guillotine. Boy, is that great. <laughs> <laughs> A, a really nice routine. Now, Marcus, were um, you a blue badge Amazon employee? Blue badge. Uh, was I blue badge? That mean you're verified? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Check mark. Uh, shit. I think I was. Yeah. What does that mean? It just says right here that regular hourly blue badge Amazon associates who have completed one continuous year as a blue badge employee are eligible. Mm -hmm. And they usually judge it by, uh, what is it, like the peaks. So if you work like Thanksgiving and Christmas, that's like a peak season. So they'll have you working 12 hours a day for five days, like for those holidays. And yeah. it is intense, man. They'll pay That's for it. Sweatshop hours. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. And you can't use like your fucking 
Those are like blackout dates for if you want to use like holiday time and shit. So of course they are. Yeah. So yeah, because I remember there are, there are actually like contracted workers that are expected to do all the things that you know blue badge employees do, but if they don't, they're they're way more likely to get fired or canned or whatever. So yeah. Yeah, they'll just fire you on the spot as a contractor. Mm-hmm. Um. But I heard an interesting story about a different sector of Amazon recently. I thought it'd be pretty. I thought it was hilarious. Is uh, I'm not sure if you guys know, but Amazon's been trying to dabble in making video games. They have I some Amazon this. game studios, and they've so far, from what as far as I know, they've produced two games. Um, one of which was called Crucible, and it was like a FPS that was supposed to be kind of like Overwatch. Um. And it is the fastest I've seen a game that clearly had a big, a relatively big budget go from playable to they shut the they shut the servers down because it wasn't profitable enough in like two months. Wow, because um, yeah, that's how like Amazon runs like things. Unrelease it or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that basically the way Amazon runs is if a game is not immediately successful, we are just not going to work with it. And they're currently working on on an MMO called the New World, which has gone through a couple of uh, public and closed betas. Um, and some people like it, but they say that it's just like, I don't know, it's just MMOs are such a hard market to get into that they're not sure if it's going to be big. Mm-hmm. But what I thought was hilarious was, um, their, the CEO or not CEO, but the head of their game studio, who I think recently stepped down, um, was an idiot. First of all, he, he had never worked in video games before. He just, he was just a business guy who had, con- who had convinced Amazon that making games could, you know, make them a lot of money. So he was head of the game studio, and the developers who worked under him were so angry with his performance because apparently they would they would have meetings and they would show him like they would show him like you know um, cutscenes like you know fully visualized beautiful art all this stuff, and he thought that was gameplay <coughs> because he didn't know the games didn't look like that and the games didn't work like that and have all the crazy camera oh wow that's amazing so when they showed him actual gameplay footage he's like why can't you just do what you did there that was way better (laughs) and i was like can you imagine Uh, this 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 billion dollar company hiring one of those incompetent people in the world to make video games yeah Listen, he's competent because he's made money at some point somewhere i imagine that's like a film like a, a film producer being like uh, like looking at storyboards, like okay, but are you guys gonna like film this? Because I don't know if these drawings are really gonna work <laughs> in theaters. I think people might want to see like actors in these roles. Or what if he was like, wait, what, what are they, these fucking real people? Where are the drawings at? <laughs> Who is this? Who? Why? Yeah. Why is you know Chris Pine? Wait, how here? did you? How did you do that? Did you find an actual? Did you guys find an alien for this movie? <laughs> wait a minute, there's a sequel called Aliens. How did you do that? So, like, wait, more than one alien? How? Fuck. <laughs> I have a question, Damn. by the way. The fans, Marcus, yes. have demanded to know how you feel about the death of Stadia. Hmm. Honestly, I, well, I forgot about Stadia. <laughs> uh, you, were, you were the poster boy I, for I, it. I, I really was excited about the it. The most Marcus response ever. <laughs> well, so, say, first of all, they didn't shut down Stadia. They've... They've killed all the game studios they bought to work on games exclusively for Stadia, which zero of which have been produced at that point. Um, they still want Stadia to be a thing, which it just won't be. 
I think that once game streaming, once the internet in America becomes good enough for most people to stream games, which would be now probably never, because uh, I feel like we'll probably collapse before we even get that kind of infrastructure. Um, it's going to be ran by like Microsoft X Cloud or you know somebody on PC like Steam. Maybe somebody's going to do something like that. It's not going to be Google Stadia. The, they they tried way too hard. Um, they they got not very far at all. And tried so hard. And in the end. In the end, they shut down a bunch of game studios. Who apparently, like, a week before they got shut down, had been told by, like, higher-ups that they were doing a great job. And that, like, well, work was progressing well. <laughs> and they just got canned. So, yeah, I think this is leading to the death of Stadia. But as of right now, they, they still believe Stadia is going to be a thing. Well, all the things I've seen says this is the end of Stadia. Like a slow death is the way Google most, mostly does kill things. Yeah. After I mean, like I said, most likely. But, yeah, because, like, yeah, I just don't see it. Like, even if it worked, I, I don't understand what I get out of it. Like, that's what I never understood about it in the first place was I have a PlayStation that I like to play games on. I have a PC where I have tons of games that I own and aren't streamed and I can play and that kind of go on sale pretty regularly so if i want a game i'll be able to get at a pretty regular pretty affordable price eventually and it's you know one is steam who's a a big you know name in pc gaming you have a playstation you have an xbox you have a nintendo what what do i get out of having a random google console and they i don't it just didn't make any sense to me to have this weird streaming platform for games that wasn't really owned by anybody i cared about because i don't think about games i think about google so yeah, I, don't, I never understood who it was even marketed at, honestly. Right. Well, Except for Marcus for about a month <laughs> Listen, like, I was excited about it because I, right now, I'm even, like, thinking about buying new parts or updated parts for my computer. And, like, yeah. just just looking at RAM, holy crap, because I realize I'm running single channel when I could be running quad channel. So, oh. so I'm like, holy shit, four, four fresh new sticks of RAM is going to cost me, like, Two hundred, three hundred dollars. I'm like, oh, oh Marcus, wait till you look at video cards, bro. D- don't oh. even talk. <laughs> and you can fucking get your hands on one, right? That's the thing. Is not only are they expensive, but they're also scarce, right? So like, I heard they're gonna like start like throttling Bitcoin mining processes on most video cards. They should. They should done that fucking ten years ago. Yeah. So that the market wouldn't be so fucked up. Oh, sorry, Marcus, continue. Oh, but um, yeah. Pricing for upgrading my computer is what really got me excited about it because I wouldn't have to buy those upgrades, but I could still have like a nice quality, like high definition, low latency gaming experience. And I was like, wow, that's that's fucking cool because you don't have to process it here on your computer. Mm-hmm. So that was a big selling point for me. Um, I don't know, like looking at the games they have there seems kind of lacking. Because, like, like Destiny 2. A lot of people have been playing that for a long-ass time. So if you can't take the shit you already have and bring it to Stadia, that's a fucking lost cause. (laughs) Cyberpunk, that would have been cool. If it wasn't I do like game. how Marcus went from Google Stadia spokesperson to Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> man, Game like Pass this. has been treating me right. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like what fifteen dollars a month, and I have access to all these fucking games. I'll admit, Game Pass is of incredible value right now. Mm-hmm. Only thing I worry about is once, eventually, whenever Sony gets off their ass and makes some kind of competitor, and then somebody else, like maybe Steam or somebody on PC, makes a suitable competitor. Uh, 
when are those prices going to go up? Right. Because I think $15 a month for movies and television makes sense. Uh, but video games, I don't know. May, maybe the dividends are good. I don't know, Matt. Because once again, I still don't understand how the payouts work. I don't understand when the developers get their money, how much of that money they get. I mean, I heard that that game, The Medium, covered its entire budget in the first day of release on Xbox Game Pass. Mm. I don't know if that's just because of the Microsoft payout, because they did get paid to make it exclusive for a time, um, or if it's because those downloads generate that much revenue. I don't know. I just I don't think we have enough details about the economics of it yet for me to think that this $15 a month is going to last. Right. Um, they were trying to increase the price for a PC to like $30 a month. Damn. Yeah, which is great. I mean, I looked at the PC catalog, and it's actually kind of great. Like they had, they had Crusader Kings three the day it came out on Xbox Game Pass, mm-hmm. and I'm like, if I was a subscriber of that, I would love that. But I bought that game full price, and I made all the incest in the world happen, <laughs> and nobody can stop me. It's completely legal and free once you pay the price. <laughs> you know, Seth, it's completely legal and free to incest once you pay the price. And what price is that? So, is it money or is it blood? Is it parts of your soul? Well, the game costs fifty bucks. So okay, I don't know what you, what you do with that. But you reminded me when you said about how America's internet infrastructure is not there yet to do yeah. uh, streamed games. It reminds me of the fact that I saw they're making it. They're doing an American remake of Train to Busan. And the meme going around was, how is America going to remake a movie that depends on high-speed rail as part of it? <laughs> uh, it will be uh, astronomically fictional. <laughs> and my, my response is, no, no, guys, let's, we can make this. Keep it all the same, but it's our slow-ass trains, and now they're slow-ass zombies to compensate. Hey. <laughs> now it makes sense again. Yeah. Go back or, to the uh, classic shamblers. So I've never seen this movie. Because I cannot, I can't, I'm sure it's good. Oh, you haven't Tra- seen Tra- it? No, no, Train to Busan I've seen. Okay. I'm talking about a different, we watched it together. Right, okay. Um, I'm talking about a different movie. It's a movie called Unstoppable. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's got Denzel Washington, I believe Tony Scott directed it. Uh, Chris Ryan Pine. Reynolds. Or Chris Pine, not Ryan Reynolds. Um, and the thing that I just don't understand about this movie is, it's a train. Uh-huh. Like, it's. It's not like there's going to be a moment where they're careening off, like they're going to drive off a cliff. It's on tracks. Well, what is the conflict? If the train goes too fast, it will derail and kill a bunch of people. But Seth, you're wrong, because we've seen the end of Unstoppable. We have? We went to a movie, movie one time, and it was playing oh, after Unstoppable, and we, we, we caught the end. We did see the end of Unstoppable. Hey, guess what, y'all? The oh, title lies. Yeah, they stopped that train. <laughs> It does, in fact, get stopped. But it was unstoppable. <laughs> nope, they, they found a way. D- D- when you got Denzel, here's the thing. Denzel, on a train, he'll stop it. On a plane, he'll roll it um, because he's incredibly drunk. <laughs> what about an automobile? How many movies, has he done a movie explicitly about an automobile? Like, about a, a car or bike? Was he in that show, was in that movie called uh, Changing Lanes or is that somebody else? He may have been, but was it about the cars? It was, a, it was like all car based, yes. But I can't Unstoppable is about that train. Uh-huh. Flight is about that plane. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, that movie is insane, by the way. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Maybe maybe he's got to do this big car movie. Yeah, it's true. Maybe that's, maybe that's what's next for Denzel. Denzel, if I can make a plea, I have two things to to, to tell you real quick, Denzel. 
One, do a movie about a car. Two, I'm sorry, your son is a bad actor. <laughs> and I recently watched that new Netflix movie, Malcolm and Marie. And that movie sucks shit. And 10% of the reason it sucks shit is John David Washington's terrible performance. Oof. I could, I wish you guys had seen that movie because I can, I can only talk about it for a fucking hour how much I hate that movie. Bonus episode coming up soon. <laughs> yeah. Why, go, go torture yourself and watch Malcolm and Marie on Netflix and we'll do an episode about it. Oh boy. I think we've, we've proven that uh, Denzel's incredible uh, acting ability was not heritable. No, 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 no. That's too hey, bad. I, and it sucks too because his son gets to work with high profile directors on high profile projects. And it's entirely because he's Denzel Washington's son. Like he got to work with Spike Lee and freaking Christopher Nolan. And I wonder if it's just because well, Spike Lee's done you know some some Denzel movies. I wonder if Nolan wants Denzel in his next movie. He was like, let me let me get his son, and then maybe Denzel will hit me up and be like, all right, I'll be in Dunkirk too. (laughs) (laughs) Dunkirk here, yeah. I Seth, now that you said it, I really want to see Dunkirk too. Dunkirk <laughs> Back to the beach, starring Denzel Washington. It's it's set in like twenty forty two. It's the futuristic yeah. Dunkirk. It's a one man movie. He's the only person in it. He's just walking across that beach, <laughs> thinking about the movie Dunkirk. <laughs> Is it bad that I get Dunkirk and uh, nineteen seventeen mixed up in my head? No, they're pretty much the same movie, to be honest. Um, okay. Although I think Dunkirk is actually shorter, isn't it? Isn't it remarkably short for a, a Nolan film? Yeah, it's short, and it cost a, 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 a cost a crazy low amount of money to make. Oh. Um, but yeah, that was one of the biggest. That was, that's actually the reason Christopher Nolan is even more beloved by studios now. is because he turned that movie in under budget. Which has like never happened in the history of major motion pictures. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty amazing, actually, now that you think about it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking um, of entertainment... Um, oh, and uh, Tenet sucks. Go ahead. Yeah, Tenet does suck. Um, I, and John David Washington's in that. Go ahead. <laughs> I have also received my, my PlayStation 5. Uh, a PS5, boys. And I've begun playing the Spider-Man Miles Morales game. Not that good of a game. No, not that good of a game. Very short. Um, I mean, it's fine. Like, you're still swinging rules. Yeah. The combat's fine. It looks lovely. It's just really short. It's really short, and the story does its best to say absolutely nothing. Dude, the part towards the beginning where the Roxxon super soldiers show up and are like, and and the Spider-Men are just nonplussed by this whole development, and then later on at the like the street rally for his his mom's like campaign shit, there's just red armored corporate stooges. Yeah, there's like there's like Halo Spartans, yes. like just standing outside of um every corner. And this political rally. With looking like laser like, oh, guns. this is normal. Yeah. It's insane. And it's like... Because the thing is, they, they try at some point to make it, oh, like, look, Roxxon is the bad guy. But then they completely give up on that entirely. for Because, like, the, whole, the thing I hate about all these movies and shows a lot of times when they do, like, big evil corporation, especially when it has, like, live inside of a universe like Marvel, is it's like, oh, no, 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 no the corporation wasn't bad. It was just that one guy in charge. There's other people who are under him who wanted to do the right thing. He's the bad guy. And I'm like, no, no, no. Because that's what they're going to do. They kind of set that up. I think the next game is going to be focused on uh, Troy, Troy Baker's character uh, being the bad guy. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah. They just, si- oh, yeah. It's, the guy named Simon Krieger was the problem. 
Yeah, Simon Krieger. So yeah, I feel like that's what they're gonna do. Um, but yeah, once again, just too short of a game. Combat's fun, swinging's fun, but and not a lot of game there. I, and I really, I was looking at like I'm. A, it's a good thing that the fucking PS5 can play PS4 games because if it didn't, it would have dick all to play on there right now. It would have like Spider Man and fucking Demon Souls and Demon Souls and uh, Astro's Playroom. <laughs> I deleted promptly. Did you, did you? You didn't play it? No. Dude, Astro's Playroom is really good. Is it really? It looked lame. No, it's awesome. Isn't it just okay, a glorified tech like, demo? It's a great platformer. It is a demo. It does show off all like the shit the controller can do, uh-huh. but it's a good platformer. Okay, it, I guess it's, I'll... It's, it's legitimately fun. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. But Seth, you were talking, you were talking about uh, comic book stuff, and yep. you know we're all we're all enjoying our our Wandavision and whatnot and stuff like that. Yep. And but um, today I was I, I was talking with some people and about the 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 Snyder Cut. We're not gonna get into this, but uh, we we, talking, we don't have another hour. I'm sorry. Uh, we were talking about like uh, how the movies are putting out today are are cowardly. They'll never embrace the true weirdness of comic books back in like the seventies and the eighties when all kinds of wild shit was happening. And someone posted a panel from a comic book uh, with Darkseid, who will apparently one day be the the Thanos of the DC movies. Yeah, and he is saying this most incredible line that you will never hear. Any comic book character in any of these fucking movies say anything half as cool as what this motherfucker says right here, okay? He says, quote, But I am the revelation, the tiger force at the core of all things. When you cry out in your dreams, it is dark side that you see. Dude, I honestly think that Charlie Sheen straight up ripped that <laughs> and during, his, uh, <laughs> during his fall from grace. <laughs> That sounds exactly like something Charlie Sheen would have said. He was reading the new uh, gods and he's like, Tiger Force, yes. Also, real quick about the just about the Snyder Cut Uh-oh. is they made a trailer for it, and in that trailer the Joker says we live in a society and I wanted to burn everything down. <laughs> I mean, that could be a fantastic joke for them to do. But you know they weren't they weren't really trying to make a joke out of it. The, and once again, the, even if it was a joke, the fact that it's being made by this big corporation who handed all this money to make an even worse movie uh, is cringe. So get out of here, buddy. That's true. Yeah, Can't I'm gonna go say there. it. Zack Snyder, cringe. His new Netflix movie he's making. I might watch it because it's on Netflix. But what is it like? Movie? Army. It's called like Army. I think it's called Army of Darkness. Wait, he, actually, I think it actually what? is. <laughs> like Army up. of the Dead or something. I can't remember. Um, is it different from Ghost Army? I, I'm pretty sure, yeah. I don't think it's Ghost Army. Okay. All kinds of army movies apparently happening. Yeah. Um, But Marcus, you're still playing Genshin Impact. I Obviously, assume. all the time, constantly. That's your, that's your one game you're playing? That's my game, man. We've gotten to the part of the podcast where Marcus is laying down completely flat. <laughs> I'm comfy. Slowly falling asleep as we record. <laughs> I would never. So far from his mic. There, there we, we go. go. Yeah. Oh, people, he's getting serious. Mm-hmm. Seth, what are you playing? Uh, I was playing Cyber Shadow, but I officially rage quit that game. I'm done with it. What? Um, We're not going to see it on the stream? I think it's a good game. I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm probably at the last 30 minutes of the game. 
but there's a stupid platforming section, and I, I uninstalled the game. I, I, I literally exited out of the game and uninstalled. I was so mad at this stupid section. Um, I might go back one day and play it. You were playing it like two was, hours ago. Yeah. I know. That was when I rage quit. <laughs> about two hours ago, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, I was playing that. I've uh, been playing some more Hades. been getting my clears in, unlike Marcus. Wow. Um, I hate that game. I and don't hate it. I am distracted by Breath um, of the Waifu, and you can't stop me. And then Hitman 3. I've been playing like a bit of as well. So, yeah. You gotta understand, Seth. Marcus plays Genshin Impact. He's actually multitasking because he's playing it with one hand. Listen. <laughs> get plenty of things done. That's actually impossible. <laughs> I, I wish you. I wish I was amazing enough to do that. Well, Seth, tell me real quick, how's Hitman Three? Because the one time I watched you play it, uh, it froze immediately. Or the, sorry, the servers for the single player game went down. <laughs> yeah, the 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 fact that it's an always online cloud save game is pretty annoying. Apparently, I'm getting the best of it because like, when the game first came out, I didn't play it for the first like week. When it, the first week it was out, apparently people were having crashes all the time, losing save files because of the cloud. I think it's incredibly stupid <laughs> that this single player game relies on this cloud stuff. That was only, that's the only time though that it's actually crashed on me and it happened when I was on stream. Oh no. Um but overall it's very it's a very fun game. There's a lot of creative um ways to to um attack every single mission. I have two I have like I think I have one mission left in the a- actual main story and then I'm going to go back and try and do challenges. But there's also just so many games out and I don't even have time to play that cuz it's just there's games, man. There's games all over the place. How about you, man? What are you playing? Besides Miles Morales. Anything else? Uh, I mean, it's Miles Morales. I started to do um, a run-through of Final Fantasy X, the, the HD remaster. Nice. Um, which I still think is a pretty good uh, combat system, like a very fun like way to like manipulate the turn order. That was always neat to me. Uh, it was the first fully voice-acted Final Fantasy game, so it's rough. Definitely, some of those some of those voices are rough in there. Yeah. Um, I think Waka might be racist in in some way. Like Ooh. I'm not sure what race he's racist against. <laughs> what? There's probably some race that he's offensive to, and he also himself is a racist. So that's that's an interesting thing uh, about his character is that he is racist and he is racist. What the fuck? Um, what they do to Waka? Remember, Waka is racist against the all bed people because they use machines. What? <laughs> You don't remember that whole part? He didn't like Riku, and he's he like he calls them like he t- says they're scum because they use machines. Remember, he's anti-machine. Isn't his ball technically like a machine? Uh, it might be Marcus. I don't know. Titus is here. We're not here to we're not here to litigate the validity of people's claims. In Final Fantasy games. Right. Okay, we're not going to discuss whether or not he's right to be racist or wrong <laughs> to be racist. He's wrong. I mean, yeah, he's, he's wrong. wrong. He's, he's wrong. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's all I've been doing, really. Nice, nice. Still, still watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, getting close to the end of that. Yeah. Finally, it's all pulling together. Mm. Any live action shows you're gonna watch next? I mean, WandaVision. I'm watching that right now, and oh, I'm yes. I need to watch the last episode of The Stand, which uh, is a show that has a lot of ups and downs. I'll tell you that much. That's what kind of what I've heard. Yeah, I just gotta say real quick on the podcast, I cannot believe that someone watched Ezra Miller in this show and thought that it was a good idea to let him be that character in the way he is playing it. In, in case y'all don't know, Ezra Miller plays Trash Can Man, who is yeah. 
in the books, a crazy pyromaniac who is the one who brings the nuke to, to, to Las Vegas that God then sets off. Um, but he, in, in the original show from the 90s, he's played by... Um, oh, fuck. Canadian actor. He's been in so many fucking things. He's perfect and everything. Doesn't matter. Oh, sure. But Ezra Miller is playing him as... I mean, an, a non-verbal psycho, like the the most offensive version of a mentally ill person you've ever seen, like can't talk, screeching, screaming, jacking off to fire, just like running around in a diaper and covered in little bits of metal. And it's, I can't, I can't believe this is allowed, this is approved. Why do I think Matt this is a good Frewer. idea? Hmm? Matt Frewer. Matt Frewer is perfect as Trash Can Man in the '90s show. Yeah, he's great. Matt Frewer has never been wrong in acting, at least. <laughs> yeah, let's not say that. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, I, I'm, I, the show is is is, a, is an okay adaptation that skips over some of the best parts, but still does a, an okay job. Oh. Speaking of Stephen King, though, did you see who they're getting to direct the Running Man? No. Edgar motherfucking Wright, my man. Oh, okay. All right. Good choice. Good choice. Yes. That is cool. Probably a fan of the genre. I, c- I can see it. That's nice. That's all I got to say, man. Then that's an L. <laughs> is that an L? I think it is. All right. Well, I'm a Smith. You can find me on Twitter uh, at MC Surf. I'm Seth. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and streaming on Twitch every Tuesday, Saturday, and Sunday. At part-time pretzel, and I'm Marcus. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. Also do art occasionally for this podcast. <laughs> Our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He's been a guest on the show before. He has his own Twitch stream uh, at the Ben Powell and his own podcast called Southern Smackdown, where they talk about wrestling and they're from the South. That sounds interesting. Go check it out. You can lead a horse or water, but you can't make him get under it. Fuck Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon. Um, Stadia's dead, baby. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we have stopped trying to solve our problems and are trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans or New York, that's the Podcast, baby. We're out. Peace. Out.